for your safety. Please stand behind the yellow line. Please stand on the line. On the line. Andrew, I know you've been watching uh, Loki. I recommend it. <laughs> if not for Tom Hiddleston. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting show. It's a bit cheesy, I've got to say. Oh, which I, part? You mean the love part? Yeah, he fell. Basically, he fell. He's falling it with himself, right? Spoiler That's, alert. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's okay. I think, yeah, go watch it. <laughs> anyway, if I've only watched, um, I think, a total of four episodes. Mm. How many episodes are there now? Six. Huh? Yeah, you haven't finished? No, I just I stopped. What? It's just too... I find too cheesy. There's just two more episodes to go. Oh, that's all? Only six episodes? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. The music is... That's how much I'm into it. Like, oh, okay. Why do you like it so much? Nah, okay. You know what I'm into? The whole MCU thing. That's one. Okay. And, and to- it's Tom Hiddleston. It's charismatic. And it's an interesting storyline, isn't it? Okay. You know, playing with different timelines. Okay. I really I really like it when you share with me the concept of um the timeline and how it's related to the concept of our touch uh, of our podcast on the line. Right, because the word timeline consists of the word line. Oh no, and, it's not just that, right? <laughs> and if you put yourself on the line, okay, we, we follow a set path in our life and, and the whole idea of uh they call it Nexus event in the Loki show. So you're supposed to follow a predetermined path and then you step out of line and therefore a new path is, is forged and a, a new life awaits you. Yeah, that's, that's the, the concept yeah. behind Loki mm, yeah, mm. about the timeline. That's right. I, I really like that because I think um, it's very similar to the concept of on the line, right? A lot of times uh, we are following the trajectory of our life, mm. right? There is a certain path that is set for us the moment we we are born, right? You grow up, you go to school, primary one, PSL, secondary school, uh, there's certain set path already. Mm. And unless something happens for you in life, um, by accident or by deliberate um, um, choice, choice mm. right? You If not, you would continue following that set path that's laid out for you, mm. right? Mm. So, and. But then again, many times in a person's life, there might be moments that you step out of that line and you change your trajectory, mm. right? Which mm. is kind of like the nexus event happening in, in low-key. Yeah, so if you think about the nexus events in your own life, yeah, uh, what could they be yeah. if you look back, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the question I want to ask you. Mm. So what has been the... Nexus event? Yeah. When you post me this question, I, Im- immediately I, I thought of uh, the death of my dad. That's one. So, but then again, it's more of something that happened to me rather than a, a decision that I make. It's, it's mm. more of something that happened in my life. And so then the other story I have would be me quitting my job without a job. Mm. So that is more of a decision that I del- deliberately made. So like, which, which story would be more relevant? Um, no, hold on. Let's hold that two stories mm. first, okay? Mm. So there's, those two stories were Nexus event that happened in your life that caused you to Take on a different path. Take on a different path, yep. right? Mm. So in the concept um, on the show Loki, right? While the Nexus event happens and another path is created, the existing timeline still remains, right? So then there becomes a parallel universe. Yep, if you, you are going to parallel universe theory. yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. So which of these two events that you shared is most impactful for you that you felt really changed your life first? Well, I definitely a death of a parental figure in your life. It's it's 
How old were you when that happened? 20 years old? Before 21? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, uh, well, so I, I lost my dad at a relatively young age, right? At least I wasn't a kid, you know, but I, I'm not matured. I'm 20 years old. Uh, and so, do I go into the story? Yes, please. Okay, all right. So, um, his death was sudden. There were no signs, no symptoms. It's like, you, you look at me, I'm fine, and the next day I'm gone. So, he was walking on the streets and, and he collapsed. And so, it was a Sunday, typical Sunday. We were at home and then we received a, a phone call. And, and so, my mom was really worried because like, dad is in the home, right? And there's this phone call that came in and the person on the line sounds all serious, you know. It doesn't seem like a good call. And so, she was like, really very stressed out and she, she was having a lot of anxiety and she passed the phone to me and, and then it was the, the police mm. and then that was when I received the news like but you, you have to go and verify the, the body so to speak so at that moment he has already passed yeah yeah when I received the phone call if I look at the time time of death uh, he, he has already passed on yeah so interestingly immediately in my mind I have a whole step one to ten of what to do next in, in the phone call itself. Like, firstly, I have to call my cousin, uh, take my mom to her sister's place. I go to the hospital. Like, like I have a whole uh, plan of what to do. Like, step one, do this. Step two, do this. Step three, do that. Yeah, so, I, I, I knew exactly what Was that like a survival instinct kicking in? I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, in that moment, I mean, you receive the news. Okay, okay. Well, I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, instead of feeling the, the, the gravity of that news, I'm, I'm like, okay, making plans first. Because you, your mom is just right next to you and she's just like feeling very, very uh, stressful. Like she can, she has an instincts, instincts about it, I, I guess. Yeah. So went down there, all verified and the whole funeral and, and all that. So, well, I, I would say that the death of uh, a father or mother figure in our life is... Going to, going to be one of the most impactful things that can happen to you in this lifetime. Um, if you look at it from a genes or DNA point of view, right? That's 50% of you that's gone. Mm. Yeah, and well, in one way or another, most of us will, will go through this, right? It's just at, at which time period in your life. So it happened that for me, it's relatively at a younger age. Uh, so the impact on that was strangely, I don't know why, right? I have this... Um, idea that I, I need to be successful or I need to be rich or I need to you know do something different with my life I have, I have no idea where did that come from like how come so that that came after your yeah, father passed away that came it, it accelerated that that whole notion that I have to make my life special or something like that or be successful and and then so during university right I was doing a lot of things outside of school um I had a part-time job. I was doing training at schools, public speaking training. I was uh, doing so many different campaigns. I was, you know, stretched in all different directions. And I didn't really... Uh, I spent so much time outside of school. I was skipping classes. So much so to the extent that I was uh, having a very bad GPA. I was having bad grades. I did not turn out for classes. You know, I get failed grades and all that. So much so to the extent that I had to get academic probation so what that means is that well basically an academic counsellor come and speak to you basically what she's telling <laughs> me is that you know if you don't buck up your GPA you cannot graduate okay. that, that's what she's trying to say okay. right yeah and, and, and then I missed out so much of school life in a sense that I was doing so many things outside of school and to me it's one of my biggest regrets in life 
I don't have that many regrets, but I look back and it's like, okay, I should have done more at school. So let me backtrack a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. So do you ever wonder um, how your life would turn out if your father had not passed away when you were 20? Yeah, so that's the, the parallel, right? Yeah. Parallel universe, right? Uh, I would think that I would not be doing all those things that I was doing at university. All those different projects and, and campaigns and part-time jobs and whatnot. Yeah. Like it wouldn't drive me as, as much. Somehow it provided a drive for me to, to be successful. What, however you want to define success. Uh. It's a very strange notion. Like what, why did I want to do that? You know? Okay. Yeah. So the, that would have been like the one key difference. Mm, that would have been the, the key difference. Yeah. I, I would still be doing things outside of school, I feel, but I won't be taking it to such an extreme. Mm. Yeah, because I was I had this concept that you know school is not important, like you know, and then turns out that turns out that like school is actually useful and helpful. You know, like I should have done more at school, make some good friends, and then because my GPA was so bad that I almost could not graduate, uh, and everything felt like a negative. I felt like I was at, at a minus, a negative in my life, and my only goal back then was that before I graduate, I have to pull out my score. I can't get good grades anymore, but it has to be at least decent. I have to get to a neutral. I have to get to a, from a minus to a zero. That was the goal that I set for myself. And then from zero, then I can think about positive. But before that, I have to get to a neutral place first. Okay. That was my goal. And and so I think it's influenced me in a way that I'm ready to... That's why I'm like ready to reset my life anytime. I, I have that in me because I, I've been through the worst, right? Like I almost did not graduate. So whatever, I can just, you know, let things crumble and break and collapse and I can just restart. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you when you talk about this, like the restarting, okay, I'm remembering my own story mm-hmm, um, mm. where I kind of have that kind of mindset also, but it's more, it's towards um, money, right? So, I, you probably know the story about how uh, I started my own fashion labor uh, with a very good friend. Um, I think I was 27, 28 at that point in time. Um, so we ran the business for like two years. Um, we had a retail space and, and it was a fashion um, um, business, right? So anyway, we, we did the business for two years and after which I'm left with like a thousand dollar left in my bank. Do you know that story? I've heard it, yeah. You've heard it? So is this your Nexus event? that you? Wanted? This is, I think, one mm. of a Nexus event of mm. my life, right? So like at the age of like 30 and you are, you are, you're thinking like most people, at the age of 30, it's a milestone that I once set. You know, by the time you're 30, you need to be successful in this. You need to have yeah. this. You have X that, amount of money. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all these silly goals. Anyway, so, but for me at the age of 30, I've got a failed business left with only $1,000 in my bank and I made a decision to move out of the country. So I remember at that point in time, it was uh, very simple. I just need to go get a job so that I can earn back some money. But then I knew that in Singapore, um, I wouldn't be able to get a good paying job as a designer. A designer in Singapore probably gets paid about like $3,000 a month. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to go back there to mm. like a $3,000 a month salary type of thing. You're already falling behind based on your so-called goals, right? Yeah, mm. right. And and that idea just makes me depressed. So I just intentionally looked for a position outside of Singapore and I found one. And I moved to China with less than $1,000 in my bank and, and I started and reset myself there. But you managed to get a, a general manager role. 
Which I, was amazing. <laughs> no, 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 I went there as a designer. And then how long did it take for you to move up? Three months. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. So, so the story is, um, I went there as a fashion designer, mm-hmm. but the general manager of the uh, office left. Um, and then the boss, my boss, uh, asked me to take over her, her role. Simply because... And, and I also didn't have any like management background or run a country bis- country mm. office before, right. right? I think it was simply because of my coaching background and he he felt that eh, I could step up to it. Mm. So it was based off my uh, my coaching background. But what I wanted to say about that Nessus event is that I think if I had not made that choice to move out of the country, mm. well, my life would have just been like in, in Singapore all this while. Yeah, and they give you like exposure, right? Yeah. And, and Jada, I know, I know this story of yours. This part always amazes me. I'm not sure if I ever told you no, before. No, you never. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, like you said, $1,000 in a bank account. You went to China. And in three months from designer, you went to become a, a manager, country manager. Is that what yeah. you call That's amazing. That's, I was like, when you told me this, I was, I was very proud of you as a friend. And really? Like, happy for you. Like, what? You know? Really? And the only part of this story that always starts with me is that I'm left with $1,000 in my bank account. <laughs> like, oh God, the shame. <laughs> You know how you have this, um, let's say your friend tells you something and you know that they will turn out okay. Huh? Uh, no, I don't know what you mean. It's like, so, so your situation, some will consider it bad, right? Like $1,000 in a bank account. But it, it, deep in my heart, I, I know that Jada can, can manage. Like oh. something will happen. Something good will happen to her. Either because of who you are or the the influence that you have on people around you and situation. Like I have that sense of a, um, assuredness okay. that things will turn out well. Thank you for that vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah. which, which you did, right? Which you did. You know? <laughs> but, ma- it's mind-blowing. Eh? <laughs> but, <laughs> to manage <laughs> What? I always felt it was lucky. I was... I was well, kind of, lucky. but you were at the right place at the right time with the right skills. Yeah, you know? correct. With the right skill and the right um, passport. Oh. <laughs> being and, and a Singaporean and being versed in Mandarin being bilingual for mm, example for, for, mm. for the matter of fact right I can speak English uh, my boss is Saudi, Saudian mm. right and in a country where Mandarin is the main language I, I speak Mandarin so I I, I was lucky okay. and so, I happen to be bilingual and it's not just your coaching background I feel that it's also your entrepreneurial background maybe so Theoretically, it's failed business, but okay, yeah, you have some experience. Yeah, so why I brought up that story is relating to what you just said about how you know you can always reset. Mm, that's right. So, which is a good and bad thing. Yes, it's a good and bad thing. <laughs> so, I, oh, trust me, the number of friends I have coming up to me, right, telling me that they want to quit their job without a job. Uh, deep in my heart, right, in a heart of hearts, right, I don't tell them no. But at the same time, I know that uh, when I reset my life, good things happen. But sometimes it's luck. Yeah. And you never know when is luck going to run out. So, so what is the bad thing? So, because you say it's good, it's a good and bad thing being able to reset your life, right? What's the good and what's the bad? Okay, so you talk about cash track, right? $1,000 in a bank account and then the good and bad thing. Right? So my, my the second access event about me quitting my job without a job uh, was, there were two periods in my life where I was really cash strapped. Mm-hmm. One is after my father's death during university, which I was telling you all about, which is why I'm doing all the part-time jobs and all that, right? Uh, when I say cash strapped, it means that you have to like budget. Uh, you, you know, you, you top up your EasyLink $10 and that's it. But it gets used up very quickly. That kind of thing. Like you have to budget. Yeah. And then the, the second time was when I quit my job without a job. 
So background, okay, I was in a marketing role in this big company and it was in the domain of satellite communications. I stumbled upon it because there was an opening to take on a manager position, managerial. I always find it very weird that you're in that role, but okay, please exactly, go on. Exactly. No, it was, it just happened right place, right time. It okay. just happened to be there. Uh, and you're, you're a manager, right? So what happened was that you, you take it up because, well, there's a promotion and there's a pay raise, so you just went for it. But spending a few years in that industry, I am asking myself, okay, maybe it's midlife crisis, quarter-life crisis, whatever you call it, right? Like, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? I kind of stumbled upon it. I didn't study satellite communications. It, it just happened to be there. So if I stay in this job, it probably means that I'm going to do this my whole life. And that's when I'm thinking, okay, what, what do I really want to do? Do I want to be doing this my whole life? So that's the nexus event. I made a decision. And I and I left because I know that if you don't leave there and then, then you just you just continue doing the same thing. And also another reason was that uh, my teacher, my secondary school teacher was just asking me, you know, is marketing a job where experience counts? Mm. And it was a question that set me thinking. Where she's coming from is that experience does play a part in being a teacher. Mm. Because you gain more experience, you know how to teach better, you have a better curriculum, you know how to identify students' blind spots. It helps. It helps. You know, uh, whereas for manager... Well, unless I'm really into it, but there are new things when it comes to marketing, like new TikTok, whatever. You have to keep up, right? In a way. And, and so, and well, sad to say, companies are always willing to hire fresh grads for mm. a lower pay when it comes to marketing positions. Mm. Okay, so then, then I was thinking, okay, does experience play a part? Um, should I be taking a role that experience will, will help me? But who knows? I, I, I don't have a job in mind, right? I just quit. And... And then an opportunity to work at the radio station showed up because somebody left, but it's all up in the air because somebody left doesn't mean they have to fill up that position, number one. But but it was a, an opportunity, right? So, okay, maybe I should, should give it a shot. At that point in time, you were already doing part-time radio. Did yeah, you, I was doing, doing part-time. Part yeah, so I was already there and then this, this showed up. Yeah, but okay. I plan to quit and take a break and then get a job. So maybe give it six months. Let's say I give it six months. Um, but then this showed up and, and therefore I, I stopped looking for a job because I, I wanted to wait for this. And then like, six months, nothing happened. But after that, because um, the company successfully bid it for two new frequencies, so they were going to open up new stations and one of them was a managing station. So there's going to be some internal movement. But then again, nothing is promised because there are so many choices. First of all, I'm not the only candidate. Number two, you can get someone else who's been in the industry before. It, it always happens, right? I get someone, somebody left somebody famous and then they, they rehire that, that person you know, and then that person come back to the airwaves again because you're getting someone with experience. So they might not hire me. I, I'm not promised anything. There's a possibility but I'm not promised anything. But I I thought that you know, since I don't have a job, I, I should give it a try and wait. Mm. Six months became a year. Oh. <laughs> and, and so that was the most cash-strapped period of my life. And trust me, without a job, right? You know, human beings tend to entropy without a job to give you structure, right? It just accelerates the entropy process. Because <laughs> you, you don't have to wake up for work, right? In fact, you can wake up anytime you like. You just feel very noir, you know? I don't shave. Or like lunch and breakfast is the same. It, it really takes away um, confidence. Okay, so that's the bad. That's the bad. That's the bad. And I would say, in a way, finally, luckily, I, I got the position. So I'm always very grateful and appreciative of that. And I know that 
part of it is luck. A huge mm. part of it has got to do with luck. It's, it's not easy to get into uh, the role of a radio DJ because of just the way it is, right? I mean, you take the number of radio stations, multiply by the radio DJs that you see. I mean, full-time. There's only... Less than like maybe 30, 20 in, in no, there are more. There are more radio stations in Singapore. Okay, but, sorry. But, <laughs> but, but compared to marketing managers, for example, yeah, I mean, yeah. the disparity, right? The number of positions available... It's so little. And so I'm always very grateful to so, be in this position. So if you look back at these two Nexus events in your life, right? What are you learning from them? If they are coming from the Nexus event point of view, on hindsight, things will work out the way it's supposed to be. Huh, okay. Uh, but it's so hard to understand that when you're at the start of your Nexus event. Mm. It's only after you've gone through it and you look back, oh, okay that was how it's supposed to happen. Mm. Mm. Does it take a certain type of mindset to step out of line? I think it does. And the problem with me is that I feel that I'm too extreme sometimes. Okay, I still have this unfounded fear of scarcity, of not having enough money. You know, I mean, you've been through it a thousand dollars in your bank account, right? No, my... my <laughs> you cannot come... So, for me, uh. while that being able to um, live with less than a thousand in my bank account, on one hand, it's good because um, it trained me to live with very little, that I am not afraid to start from zero, right? If today um, my bank account is less than a thousand again, I'm not afraid. It doesn't scare me because I mm. know I can... You know I've been through that. I can accumulate back up, okay. right? But in itself, it's also a bad thing because it means that I can easily let myself go down back to less than a thousand with no fear. I think that's of the bad consequences of future consequences. That's the bad thing I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, well, if you take it to the extreme, you're almost now holistic in the sense that nothing really matters. And then you just let go. But unlike you, I do not want to go back into that scarcity mode. Okay. Like it, it does have a, a fear for me. I don't want to go back to that state. Um, I mean example right because so you need to face that fear what? Oh, but I know at the same time if if really things happen like that I, I know I can survive it right yeah okay yeah. So, so, so then you need to face changing that mindset right mm, that fear mm, mm, mm. into something else um, okay okay which is why I think recently right I'm, I'm telling you I'm a bit busy recently but some of the things that I'm busy with are making me money. Well, this podcast is not. <laughs> I think it's got to do with the fact that I'm doing two podcasts at the same time, right? Which, which is it's a lot of brain power and, and time that you need to spend, you know, your resources in, in them. Hey, only two hours each week. It's not a lot. Is oh, and, a lot? My, and my other podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Shout okay, out yeah, the Financial yeah, yeah. Coconuts. Go okay. check it out. Yeah. Go check it out. Go check it out. And we are using their space here through recording. So go check it out. <laughs> yeah. and But I'm, I'm having fun. I'm learning a lot from, from this and then, and then all the other things that I'm on top of all the other things I'm doing. And, and so, like I told you recently, I rejected a, a few gigs, right? And I feel that, well, okay, it just means that I'm learning to prioritize. You know, last time, you know, you're, you're afraid, right? You're, you're giving out opportunities. Who would yeah, say yeah. no to money? And that is a scarcity mindset, right? That's a scarcity mindset. Yeah. That's definitely. That's definitely. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think I'm learning from that. Sometimes you have to take yourself to the extreme, right? Then you come back to the middle. Yeah. So because I'm so busy recently, it forces me to prioritize and cut away things that are non-essential. I was telling you, right, like, I have this mindset that if I reject a job, I'm telling the universe not to give me jobs. 
the whole like, law of attraction. But, um, so I rejected two jobs yesterday and then I'm thinking, oh, okay. So maybe instead of thinking that I'm telling the universe I am rejecting these jobs, what I'm telling the universe is that I know what I want and don't want. So please give me more of what I want. So while mm. this new choice might not be like a huge Nexus event, mm. but itself it is a diverging, a, a very is diverging from a path that you would usually take. Mm. Right? I would I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. 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 No, so I'm just musing on the fact that sometimes small choices that we make in our everyday life. Mm it's also a varying away from the line that we are on slowly. Not that it's a good or bad thing. It's just mm. you make mm. a new path, you make a new choice, right? Mm. It's varying away. Okay. Because if you had continued and take on that job, you are continuing down your current path of... Yeah, then I get stretched yeah, some more, right? It's like yeah. back to my uni days, I get stretched all over the place. Yeah. You know, I mean, just a side story, right? So I get stretched so much during university because I was doing so many things, right? I was letting the balls drop. So there was this project I was supposed to be part of and then halfway I just ghosted my teammates and I'm not proud of it but you know I was just all over the place. So you, you learn from that and you tell yourself never never do that again because that's so out of integrity you know, mm. no responsibility mm. and then hopefully I, I've become better after mm. that. Yeah, That's mm. what I've learned from it. Mm. Yeah. So if yesterday you had accepted that job and continued down that path which is the par parallel I'll universe now right mm, mm, mm. you will be unhappy I'll be unhappy and that blow up will happen somewhere down the <laughs> somewhere line somewhere down the line I'll, I'll let something drop yeah. You know? yeah oh great congrats on your Nexus event 